Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. wrestling series we talk about uh, the week of the programs we're just gonna it's gonna be a, a slightly shorter show today so we're gonna kind of scoot through everything give our opinions on the, the latest news talk about andrew's update and uh, and then get out of here but uh joining me as ever talking the wrestling from around the world is post wrestling's writer and interviewer the man Writing the best wrestling updates in the world, Mr. Andrew Thompson. How goes it, my friend? It's always a pleasure, sir. I love doing these podcasts with you, my good brother. Oh yeah, it's always uh, it's always a fun time, mate. The um, talking of good brothers, <laughs> did you watch Talking Shop Mania? No, I watched it. I liked it, bro. I, I don't see why everybody was complaining about it. Like, they they never said it was gonna be a serious show. Like shit was meant to be like, you know, like a big joke, and it was funny. I enjoyed it. It was what it said on the tin, mate. Like the, you know, if you saw the trailer, if you saw them talk about it, it was exactly what they said it was gonna be, which was a parody of all things wrestling. Um, you know, the main event was a boner yard match. Mm-hmm. If you don't know. If, like if you're expecting some sort of serious show, I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know there was some, there was some really funny good stuff in there. There was some stuff which wasn't so good. Um, I liked the the segment with the young bucks. I thought that was very clever, where they kind of did like a like a flashback to. They basically made out that it was around the time that they re-signed with WWE, and I just thought that was quite clever. Like. To, to do that and poke fun at you know themselves, poke fun at the the falling out they had with the AEW guys and the elite guys. I thought yeah, 
poked a bit of fun at the WWE. Look what more do you want? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bullet Club changed the business, yes or no? Mm. Mm. I was drinking some water, my bad. But, yeah, for sure. Bullet Club definitely changed the wrestling business. It's not even a question. Yeah, they certainly changed it for independent wrestlers. And right, even, like, wrestlers coming in to WWE, I think, because of the Bullet Club, they would get... The, those guys coming in, well, even the guys which weren't going to be top guys were getting paid big money. And WWE was going to throw the bank at every single member of Bullet Club, but they did actually. So. Well, they tried. They, I think at one point they tried to buy the rights when I think they tried to buy it twice actually. They tried to purchase the rights, if I remember off the top of my head, when they signed Finn Balor, and then uh, there was even talk of a lawsuit where they were going to try and basically say that Finn Balor came up with the you know, the idea for it and everything, and he should be the owner of the IP. You know, it was never going to happen, but they were the rumours. I, 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 I don't even think Finn Balor would do something like that. I don't mm. even think he would agree to some shit. Finn Balor don't even seem like that type of dude. Finn Balor was promoting Togan Shabamania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think he would have gone down that route. But they was the rumours at the time, and then obviously when they signed the Good Brothers and uh, AJ Styles, that rumour mm. popped back up, and... I think they wanted Tamatonga at the same time, didn't they? And I think yeah, Ta Tamatonga almost signed with them. Yeah, I actually think Tamatonga would do really well in the WWE. I think he's kind of suited to their yeah, style would. of their style of programming. And I think. But sir, they, but sir, but sir. Speaking, speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, do you know that the New Japan Cup USA tournament is about to start? It is, it, it is about to be good, sir. Starting Friday nights, they lined it up right after SmackDown, 10 p.m. on NJPW World. The winner of the tournament gets a shot at the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight title, but it is funny because John Moxley holds that title, and John Moxley has not been in New Japan uh, I, since I, I can't even remember the last time he was there. I was going to say he hasn't been there for a while, have he? Um, so I'm not up to date on New Japan at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, what what... Any good matches on that card tonight? Uh, the the New Japan Strong shows that they've been doing and like that those are always like really solid matches. It's like and, and it's not just like going out there wrestling. They do like little storyline bits and stuff like that. Like it's not just you know just yeah. straight professional wrestling. Like it's, it, it's some good. And the uh, the guy um, David Marquez from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood that, that works for NWA Power. He uh, he's co-directing the show. And uh, yeah, the whole championship wrestling from Hollywood team is uh, producing it. So it's it's like not you know it's not just straight professional wrestling. Like they got storyline stuff, backstage segments. Like it, it's a good show. It, like it's only an hour, like hour yeah. or something like that. It's it's a it's a good show. It's a good tune in. Like that honestly, sounds, it, it's, it's, it's like a honestly, it sounds like it replaced uh, NWA Power like on people's like weekly television wrestling yeah. watch. Like it's it's good. Like I really think you should check out like a couple episodes. Like it's like TJP, Jeff Cobb, uh, Carl Fredericks. Uh, Mysterioso, um, it, it, it's a bunch of guys on there, man. That's a real good show. I like it, honestly. and it's quick. It goes by fast. Yeah, I'm gonna. I might check that out. That sounds. That's, that does sound really interesting. Um, so we're gonna whip through the TV and stuff. We'll start with SmackDown, but before we do, I wanted to ask you about the earnings call with Vince McMahon, uh, which was this week. I found it fascinating. I've only listened to little bits of it, but um, I've never. Uh, remember any of these investor calls the people who asked the questions being so interested in 
things like creative and res uh, and ratings and stuff like he got a, Vince got a bit of a grilling from those guys do you think that's kind of uh, like shows the systematic problem that we've discussed on the many an episode you mean systematic problem within WWE yeah yeah for sure yeah, I mean, I mean, Vince is like Vince kind of sounded disinterested to me doing the call. Like it sounds like he like checked out, like a little bit. But I mean, I got yeah. I mean, I, that's that's just WWE's thing. Like it's the ratings. But I mean, like me, like me personally, and I know you know, I, I never gave a shit about the ratings. I never have, and I never will. Like, but I mean, I, I check it out for like work purposes, but I don't really care about it. But like, I mean, they they do. They, it, it's just the the time we in. Like, I don't think people are like really tuning into professional wrestling right now. And like, it, it, like I mean, I mean, just imagine how many viewers, uh, like NXT and AEW, we put them that they were on different nights. Like AEW almost cracked, it, almost cracked a million yeah, this yeah. week. Like, it, just imagine if they weren't competing against NXT, they probably would have like one point two, one point three. If NXT went competing against AEW, they probably would have like nine hundred k, one million, one point one, one point two. Like, but I mean, as far as Raw and SmackDown, like I just think people like I, I just disinterested in what's going on. So I mean, they they yeah, need to do sure. a better job of like presenting stars, like you know. Well, but I mean, we, we we've talked about this numerous times, haven't we? They've seemed to have forgotten how to tell long term stories and create new stars. Um, however, I've never heard one of these investor calls where they've kind of talked about creative and they've asked yeah. about creative. Which yeah, I I, th I think that's due to because you know remember when they announced uh, Paul well, Heyman was gone. Yeah, and I think that's one of the issues they probably had is. I think it was on the last investor call there Vince McMahon said the reason for the low ratings was Paul Heyman was building these new stars so they're expecting low ratings because they're new guys uh, obviously he's fired Paul Heyman and mm -hmm. a lot of those guys are now not being featured um, however um, very, I'll just touch on Smackdown very very quickly uh, it was not great uh, there were some little bits which I found interesting. Um, I do like watching Baron. I'm not a massive Baron King Corbin fan, but I like Baron Corbin's ring work. I, I enjoyed his match with um, uh, Drew Gulak. I thought that was quite, you know, quite interesting. Big E picked up another win in singles competition. Um, there was something else which I enjoyed as well. Uh, yeah, Mandy and Otis are back, but then they restarted the Sonya Deville. And Sonya, uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy feud, which mm. I was like, oh, really? But she cut her hair, I think, if I remember, memory serves me. Are you excited to see that feud restart? I'm ready to see Sonya get a championship. Yeah, I'm ready for it. She should have already had it, man. She was a super talented girl. Um, I Yeah, SmackDown didn't do it for me at all last week. Although I, you know, I, I always enjoy a bit of Bray Wyatt. Um, I was surprised to see Bray Wyatt give Alexa Bliss the mandible claw to finish the show. Were you surprised mm -hmm. when that happened? Yeah, for sure. Like it, it was. I mean, you, you. I, I don't really think anybody thought anything of it when they saw her in the, uh, the little swamp match thingy. No. Like I don't, I don't really think anybody really thought anything of that. Like they probably was just like one little one-time cameo appearance. But it's interesting to see where they go. Like I like I I think it's just more so of a using her to get the Braun Strowman type thing. I don't yeah. think Alexa Bliss is about to turn and then like Sister Abigail and anything. No, like, I no. think they 
I think they're just using her to further along uh, the storyline because I think Alexa Bliss does very well as far as like um, character work. The character work, and I think people are just interested in Alexa Bliss, so I think they'll tune in to see her. So they've teased a bit of friction between uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss the last couple of weeks. Obviously, they fought each other uh, to get shot at Bailey or Sasha, wasn't it? Uh, or Bailey, sorry. Um, Sasha. The week before. Uh, what I say what you will about the fiend and how they've ruined him in many ways with the booking. Um, I do, you know, Bray Wyatt's character work is exceptional, and I love the way when he put the manable claw on Alexa Bliss, he kind of did it really slowly, and just it wasn't like the usual, uh, the usual movements and stuff. I just thought it was really well done, but mm. it's just whether they've done too much damage to the character. But it was certainly. One of the more interesting things on SmackDown. Now, Raw, sure. Raw was interesting. I liked it. I thought, right. So I've seen people, in my opinion, some out-of-touch people, by the way, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. various certain places, podcasts, websites, um, shit all over the show. Now, it was good, bro. What annoys that, me? That, that, WWE, they, do, they, they always do their best work when they got their back against the wall. I don't know why it's like that, but like when they literally have nowhere else to go and like yeah. they, they, they know it's a high-pressure situation, they always put on these type of shit. I don't know why they just can't do that shit every week. Like, but, but it's what, but they, it's what they've always done better with competition because they, it's like they rest on their laurels or some shit. I don't know what it is, but like... Kid, wait, before before we get, can we talk about the hurt business, man? G, D, carrying that show. You see these three black men. Show. These three black men carrying your Monday Night Raw. My goodness, my God, MVP I love this. MVP is just on fire. MVP. Is, you know what, oh, did, man? did you uh, did you hear that? Uh, Kenny King said that MVP Lashley and Shelton had like hitting them up, uh, asking them about when he when his contract is up with Ring of Honor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good shit. He'd be a good addition, man. I still want Ricochet in there though. Yeah, I for think sure. they could do some real. Can you imagine if they, if they, um, if they could give Ricochet? Uh, well, we'll get to the underground stuff in a minute, but like, like you could do some real good re- repairing of Ricochet's character, turn him heel, put him with the hurt business, and have him go on a bit of a win streak, whether it's in the Raw underground segments or just on Raw generally. I just think that would be electric. Um, so my problem is people moan oh WWE they do the same shit every week and then when they do something different and intriguing ah this shit they're just they're desperate they're throwing stuff against the wall Mm -hmm. yeah they are to a certain degree but you've got three hours of TV every Monday people often check out for the final hour just from a viewer point of view anyway Um, you've only got the hardcore fans left so why wouldn't you use that show to try new things? See what, see what works and see what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Do I think... Um, I saw that Sean Rossap said that um, this WWE social media person or people jumped the gun a bit by announcing that there was a new stable debuting on Raw before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you take that out of it, so if you say, if the social media team doesn't say there's a new stable debuting, so everyone gets their hopes up, or Undisputed Era, blah, 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 blah whatever. If, they, if you just run that segment where you've got all the flickering lights and, and then you have that CCTV clip of five guys or four guys and a girl 
throw in like a petrol bomb or whatever at the generator. That's intriguing. That's interesting. You, but I think you, you, people. You might know. Oh, you better finish. I was just going to say, I think people shit all over it a bit because they were promised the new stable debuting and then it was just that. Do you know what I mean? So, like, mm. if they hadn't said that, I feel like people would have been maybe a bit more on board with that. What do you think you about are... that? Could you... Oh, can I ask you a question quickly, though? See if Good. you've heard anything. So I saw on social media some people um, saying, and I think it was Jimmy Van said, that he's kind of may have heard that, that they might be running like an Antifa-type angle or like a, to like fit in with the real-life protests. No, I've no, got the, to say. The, the WWE just said in that press release that uh, they that, that they, well, they 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 told Ryan Satin, the pro wrestling sheet that um that it's not meant to be political. So people just took that however they took it and interpreted that as Antifa. But they never nah, said that directly. Great. They they just said it wasn't meant to be political. So people just took that and just ran with it. I don't think. I mean, it could be Antifa, but I mean, I, honestly, I think I think the people under the um. In the group is just like of all talent. Got you, got you. Oh, yeah, I that's think, what I think. I think, I think if think they did try talent. and they did try and link it to like, um, you know, like current events and from that side of things and protests and things, that's gonna that's not, that's, that's, not smart. that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's not but, smart at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, equally, I think if you just run it as like a chaos. Like yeah, type, just, like just, a, just just a stable just, coming in and causing chaos. Just rebels, man. That's all. Yeah. Don't 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 try don't try to like mimic what's Colum- going yeah. on. Is it's, it's yeah. real shit going on in the world, man? Yeah. Like it ain't. Pe- people still people pe- people still protesting to this day. Like even where I'm at, like they don't cover it anymore. The news doesn't cover it, but people are like just still protesting. Yeah, you don't need to either. You don't need to 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 cause. It doesn't need to be controversial to to make it catch people's imagination or catch people's eye do you know what i mean it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be controversial to get people's attention just have them be a in terms of their actions have them be like a mix of like when the nexus came in and tore the ring up or when the shield came in and they came in through the crowd and like i don't mean um like mimic those groups in terms of their characters and this but I just mean in terms of their actions the reason the Nexus debut is one of the best dead state stable debuts of all time is because they've never been never been seen before stable the butts the butts indeed (laughs) when they um like they ripped the ring apart and they ripped the pad in no one had ever done that and I think that type of thing could um you know, elevate this stable coming in. Mm. Um, I've seen all sorts of names mentioned. One list I saw on social media was um, that the stable will consist of Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Rhea Ripley, and someone, two other people. I can't remember who the other two were. And I was like, that is some stable. When I looked at it, though, the only thing I thought was, the problem with that stable is you shouldn't be beating any of those people. And, um, you know, that's obviously a problem. But who do you think it will be? Like, I still think there's a slight chance it could be still be Undisputed Era and they could use the Retribution name as a kind of 
red herring, to you know, to use a, a phrase. Who do you who would you put in it? If I like, if it was you, I think it's Anthony Green, uh, Leon Ruff. Um, I'm telling, I'm telling. I think it's just a bunch of evolved talent because WWE quite evolved and they picked up some of the contracts. Like I'm telling you, I think it's just gonna be evolved talent. So it's gonna be a way to establish a bunch of new people as like these rebels who came from Evolve, and that's gonna be. And they WWE will probably be like, oh yeah, you can check out some of their matches on the WWE Network because that's where all the content's going up. Yeah. I'm telling you, like I, I think that would be the smart thing. Like it ain't no point. But you, you not think like, that these, they need like, they need the name if they're gonna do that? They need the name. No, I don't think. I mean, I mean, because when you when you look at how the Nexus they do, they ain't have the name, but they came in, they came in just hot, and then people was yeah, like, "Oh yeah, let me pay attention to these dudes." You had Daniel Bryan or Bryan Daniel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Daniel Bryan. He, he he was like, you know, of course, Daniel Bryan came off from Ring of Honor from the independent scene, and he was the man. But like, as far as like that WWE popularity, he is he was nowhere yeah. near where he was like where he is right now. Like Daniel Bryan is like no. world and renowned. They, they now. built it around like, Wade Wade Barrett, didn't they? Yeah, really? they built it around Barrett. Like, and then Daniel Bryan got fired. Like the day yeah. I, the yeah. day I, the day after. <laughs> like, but I mean, I'm telling you, like I think that's just a smart thing. Like, bro, people always say like it's so hard. Like it, they, but WWE. And most professional wrestling companies act like it's so hard to build stars, but it's not. You make people care about people, they will care about people. You introduce these five or six of all talents, bro, and you make them come off as a threat and a big deal. People will care. They will yeah. care, and they will get interested, and then they will become big deals in like a month. I'm telling you, that's all it takes. It's like literally that simple. Yeah. Well, mate, we talked about it last week, didn't we, with Riddle. If they brought Riddle in, and in his debut, he had beaten AJ <laughs> Styles for the title... He's a superstar, you know. Yeah. Instead of just being a like a a mid card guy, he would have been a new top star. Mm. They didn't go with that, but you're right. They could bring in any five people, and it's all about how they book them. If they book them to be fifty fifty, or they book them to lose in a couple of weeks, or they book them like they did when Alistair Black lost his win streak, and it was literally they didn't even mention it. People will not care. They book them to to be top stars and to 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 be top stars. Then that's what they will be. Um, I do think Tommaso Ciampa will be in there. I do. I gotta say. Um, and then, but then you could put Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano in there as like the kind of leaders, and then have a bunch of Evolve guys with them mm. because. They're all, you know, they've got links to evolve. You could also put Aust- Austin Theory's disappeared. Austin Theory could be the leader. Because well, um, uh, you I could saw, have him. Uh, oh, I tried. I tried with. Um, oh, what's the name? I've forgotten the name of her manager. Um, what's Andrade's manager's called? Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. He, so he tried Liz- Zelina's stable. Didn't work. He tried. I, I was about to say disciples. about um, about Austin Theory. I saw uh, somebody had asked. Um, uh, they, they they asked Dave Meltzer about it on social media. I don't know if it's a fact or not, but he said uh, it was like some sort of suspension that Austin uh, Theory's uh, right, okay. right now. And I, I'm, I'm guessing that's from the uh, the speaking out movement because somebody did call him out. So okay. I'm, I'm assuming that's that. All right, okay, maybe not then. Maybe not him then. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> like that was like they could have done that with him. Like he would have been like he's got a name in is what I was getting at to be like the kind of leader of an evolved based group. But again, I because he was in evolved and he was evolved champion. Yeah, 
I think he was long term evolved champion if I remember he correctly. He was for well, a long so, time. So I mean that would have kind of fitted if it, they were going to go with um, you know the the kind of evolve stuff. But we'll see. I think it's interesting. I thought it was a good episode of Raw. Um, what did you think of Raw Underground? The herd business. That's all I got to say about it. I would love to see Brock versus Bobby Lashley. That's how we. That, that, that's in, how we get. That's how we get it. Oh, can you imagine though? Right, Bobby Lashley just winning constantly from for like three months in the underground. Like he's the main event each week of the underground segments. He beats everyone. But I'm telling you, this is about to be like the best type thing for like the the, the wrestlers in the locker room who like are legit collegiate wrestlers like Dolph Ziggler, Chad Gable. Did you, like, I thought no, Dolph this, Ziggler looked so cool. Like bro, Dolph thought, Ziggler is like a like a two time collegiate wrestling champion or some shit like that. Like Dolph Ziggler is like legit. Like he can wrestle like anybody. Like I, yeah. I, I would love, I would love for Chad Gable to get transferred over to Raw so oh, he can God, do please, Raw Underground. Yeah, bro, easy, bro. This is like the easiest way to get people over that you don't like necessarily like are that interested in. I'm telling you, like Ziggler is about to be the man in Raw Underground. Chad Gable would be the man in Raw Underground. Who, who else are like legit? Like, well, I thought they did a wrestling. good job with um, the guy from the Viking Raiders as well. Yeah, I, uh, Eric. Uh, who else? I love to see Riddle in there. Uh, God, can you imagine? I, Riddle would be incredible in that. I, I, I love to see Tim Thatcher in there. I love to see Pete Dunne. Only Lorkin. Uh, they can yeah, do man. so much with it, man. So it's a good concept. It. I like it. Like I don't know. I like it. They only do it in the third hour. Yeah, and I think like, they can make. They, there's an opportunity to make it completely different and build on it. Like don't you, you, just you, drop you it. You think they should? Uh, they should. They should do a, a, a championship, like a raw on the ground championship, or that's too convoluted. I think I'd rather them transfer, like, because Shelton Benjamin's the 24-7 champion. I'd rather just transform, like, change the name of that and turn that into it, rather than bringing in another title, because the 24-7 yeah. title's effectively useless anyway. I think the 24-7 title has ran its course. Yeah, so, like, just change that to the underground title or whatever you want to call it, mm. and somehow, I don't know, have someone beat, Shelton Benjamin and then have Bobby Lashley win it and then just keep it on Bobby Lashley until Brock is ready or, or Matt Riddle those would be my two picks to be the guys to come and topple the Hurt business maybe you know I just think there's so much potential there with like the, the, all those names you mentioned like Thatcher and Dunn Riddle, oh Gable, you know you could do so much with that and and, and make it different Um Good, good for them for for doing something. They've got to stick at it, though, because it's interesting. They've they've got something there, shall we say? Um, okay, so we're gonna move along swiftly. Uh, tell me about NXT because I haven't watched NXT this week yet. So uh, they, uh, NXT correspondent Andrew Thompson says, mm -hmm. "Oh, no, no, I'm not co-opted. Can't call me a correspondent. <laughs> Try to co-op. So I see what you just tried to do." It's all good, but they they build enough to take over thirty. Um, Dexter Loomis got an ankle injury, so he got taken out the match. Uh, right now, it's uh Bron Bronson Reed, uh, Damian Priest, and uh, it's going to be three other people decided over the next two weeks. Um, they got Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai set up. Um, 
Uh, of course, we got Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. That's something. Um, I, I, I did. I did like the closing angle they did. I'm pretty sure you probably saw like the clips of it, but I, 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 I think it was like I saw people like crapping on it. I thought it was like a good closing angle. Like I mean, I, I feel I feel like WWE has always had this issue of like what to do with chant, what to do with people that are coming off like extremely long title reign. But like they kind of get lost in the shuffle. I mean, at least they should. At least they doing somewhere. I don't go. I mean, I it, it, and I see if, if he loses the Pat McAfee, that's a whole oh, other yeah. thing. But like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you know him going out there and just putting the work to McAfee for like ten minutes and then have Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee have a little mini comeback, you know, act like he gonna win and then Adam Cole just smash him like you know. Yeah, I thought it was a good way. I saw I've seen the the very last segment, um, where they where he kicks Adam Cole on the uh, announce table. I mm-hmm. thought that was like a good way to get heat on to Pat McAfee. They've turned Adam Cole and Undisputed Era in the last couple of weeks by first they attacked Imperium, who were clear heels. Then they've built Adam Cole as the babyface in this feud, which is, you know, that's interesting. I think Undisputed Era can work as heels or faces anyway. Everyone loves them. And I think Adam Cole is like Pat people don't realize or then don't give Pat McAfee enough credit maybe he's a genuine athlete so I think it's don't be surprised if Adam Cole can get a great not a great match but don't be surprised if they can put on a decent enjoyable match mm. and take over um it's not I'm, usual I'm, 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 I'm interested match. in it bro like I'm not yeah, gonna even lie too. I'm interested in it I want to see I want to see how the match will turn out like I thought I just want to see it like and I don't get why people like complaining well, about the shit like I um I watched Adam Cole's appearance again on the Pat McAfee show, and I thought that was a really good angle. I thought to start it, was it really, off, really, yeah. yeah, I thought it was really well done. The swearing and everything added to it because it's so unexpected for a for a WWE guy to like to be swearing like that. So I think that added to the like the real feel to it. You know, it's obviously a work. Everybody knows the well, You'd think everyone would know that, but I've seen so many people, oh, it's real, it's real. Mm. But, yeah, what did you think of NXT generally, though, my friend? Uh, I think it was a solid show for the most part. Like, I, sometimes I kind of, like, this with both NXT and AEW, like, sometimes I, like, I, I tune, not, not, turn, not turn it off, but, like, I tune out sometimes. Yeah. But, like, I come back for, like, the important stuff. But, like, that's kind of how I was with NXT this week. But, I mean, it was a, it was a solid show. They still building to take over, uh, I, I don't think takeovers are ever going to be the same until the fans are able to come back. Like I feel like the fans are just like eighty percent of that show. Like I feel like they like add so much because they're so amped up, and the, the atmosphere is just crazy. But especially same, same thing with AEW pay per views. Like I'm like specific, speaking on AEW. Like I, I I think they should hold off on doing the the MJF title switch until they get fans back because I feel like that's just like a big big moment. Like I feel like they you know. I, I think they can you know, keep running with Moxley for like a couple more, you know, for quite some time until they do it. But I think MJF, like long long term, that's the that's the end goal of him being uh, the world champion. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to rush it. I don't think as long as you can keep keep it interesting, which I think they are. Um, one thing I sort of saw some notes on was that Mercedes uh, Martinez was doing some. Uh, like run-ins throughout uh, NXT, she I think she did she attack a couple of different people. Yeah, she uh, so so she she's working she's working with the Robert Stone brand now. 
Okay. Like, which is kind of interesting. Like, I, at, at, first, at first, I thought that Robert Stone brand thing was like Den of Water, but they kind of like NXT kind of they, they, they kind of made it work, and it's kind of interesting now. And they they kind of making Mercedes Martinez sort of a big deal. Um, Rhea Ripley had turned down the Robert Stone brand, so Mercedes Martinez cost her the number one contender spot at Takeover. So she came in and like attacked her, and then Dakota Kai got the win, and now she's going to Takeover. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do Mercedes versus Rhea like the week after Takeover or the week before Takeover. So it's gonna be interesting to see, for sure. Were you surprised they did um, Imperium versus Undisputed Era title match here instead of building no, into I, it? No, because I, I, I think this whole this whole thing was just built around Pat McAfee, Adam Cole. You you can kind of tell when Pat McAfee came on commentary and they said the main event was gonna be Imperium versus Undisputed. Like you. You kind of read on the wall right there. That's what it was about, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure the match at Takeover is probably going to be Imperium versus Undisputed Era versus uh, Hindu Sheer with Malcolm Bivens, uh, and probably another team. I would say like Brizongo or something like that. But and I, I know they're building up uh, Swerve Scott to challenge uh, Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight title. So hopefully that's at Takeover. And they don't just you know do them dirty and put them on NXT. I think that's what they should get a takeover spot. Yeah, I can't even remember should. the last time the Cruiserweight title was defended on a pay-per-view. Yeah, 100%. Mate. I um, I would like to see Malcolm Bivens be Ricochet's manager. I've got to say. Um, I think that could be a good move. I think Malcolm Bivens is super talented. Um, and I think he could be... I think he could really help Ricochet. Um, but, you know, what do I know? Uh, but I, th- hey. I, I, I think, uh, I'm about to say, I think one of the dudes from Indy, sure, he was the one that leaked the key lead spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was he thinking? I, I, I really, I can't even begin to understand what was going through his mind. Like, I think he's a lucky boy, actually, that he's lucky that he didn't get into more trouble. Because I just don't understand. What was he thinking? Like, mm-hmm. it's craziness. Craziness. Um, so I know you haven't watched AEW this week yet, um, so I'll uh, I'll give you the the rundown. Um, I, I, I saw like highlights and clips of it, so I can still uh, uh, talk about. Because remember, I covered the news, I, I covered yeah, the news. It's professional, you. <laughs> they, um, I thought the twelve man. I I was not looking forward to the twelve man tag match. I heard um, it was a clusterfuck. But it was it was all right. It was pretty good. It was there was some good bits to it. Um, Oh no, that my bad. That, that that was last week's my bad. That was the, the week last, before. Yeah, wasn't yeah, the week yeah. before. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, this this twelve man one was pretty good. Uh, they did a good job actually of shining a light on Brody Lee, um, whilst they also told they furthered the the Hangman and FTR and Kenny Omega storyline because Hangman left with uh, FTR because one of them was injured, and then he came back and uh, like it would be a shame. If when they do do that turn, of whichever way they go with, if it's got to be done with no fans, but you know, and it probably will be have to be with no fans. But they have built that storyline up so well. Do you know AEW actually has fans in the crowd though? Do they? Those people in the back, they're fans. Are they? I thought they were just. No, they no, they don't get tested. They they stay in the upper bowl. I did not know that. Yeah, they they are, those are like legit fans, bro. They but they 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 stay far away from the from wrestlers. Everyone. Yeah, I from everyone. Like, yeah, they are so, some some of them are, but like, yeah, that's why they so spread out. Like, you see some of them on the top of the top of the little thing up on Davies Place, and then yeah, some yeah. of them are like in the middle section. Yeah, they they stay far away from people. No matter, I, I do think they get tested. I think so. I read that somewhere, but uh, 
Mm. But yeah, that, those are like some some of them are like legit fans. Okay, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, what else was interesting on AEW? You had the Dark Order faced uh, Cody and the former Zack Ryder, Matt Cordona. Uh, what do you think of Matt Cordona's debut in uh, the AEW's? They need to keep it exactly what it is, like a per appearance thing. I don't think they need to sign him at all. I mean, cause like it's just like yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I mean, like I, I think that it would be more beneficial to him than to sign. Like, can you imagine the money that he and uh, Brian Myers would make, like on these conventions, these like toy conventions, signings, missing, missing out on hella money, bro. And like Cardone is already a, like a made star, bro. This man's been on TV for like thirteen years, bro. He got like yeah. fucking two million followers on Twitter or something. Like he's he's a star already. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Scorpio Sky versus Cody next week. That should do be the good. switch. Do the switch. Yeah. Do the switch. Do the switch. I don't I think they're gonna do it though. I don't no, think they're gonna do it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be against it though. I, I really like. I feel like Cody's gonna drop that shit really to like, match. like Brody Lee or Chris Jericho or somebody like that. I, don't, I can't. I can't. Well, I Brody I Lee would be quite good. Um, I think I wouldn't have been surprised if initially it was gonna be like someone like Sammy Guevara. I don't think they will do that now. Yeah, Sammy fucked that up for him, so. Yeah, and if they um if they if they end up turning Cody before he drops the title, obviously that opens up a few you know, a few uh, a few different things, like you could put it on Orange Cassidy or something like that. Um Orange Cassidy versus Jericho, the debate, um, with Eric Bischoff as your moderator. Um it's not really my cup of tea, however, I did think it was very good in certain points, and it certainly furthered the the match and the story. Um, I did pop when um, Orange Cassidy, he didn't answer the first three questions, and then he answered, or the first two questions, and then he answered uh, the third one on, like, the rising sea levels, and he read off, like, a memorised, like, a fact sheet of all these crazy facts about the uh, you know like the polar ice caps and the rise and mm-hmm. I thought it was superb um, and he cut a good promo at the at the end as well for the last question and um, and then Jericho be- and Jake Hager beat him down which they should have and it kind of makes you want to see Orange Cassidy win do you think Orange Cassidy will win next week mate? nah do you not? I think he will Um I think if see, I was expecting Mike Tyson to cost uh, Jericho the match, but Mike Tyson's obviously got a fight coming up, so I don't know whether he'll he'll be down. Um, special shout out to Matt Hardy, who got his head. I think he had seventeen stitches. Was it, mate? Yeah. Jesus. Goodbye to that shit. Squared his head. So bad. Sammy can't. Sammy can't stick out the way. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. It was a bad throw. He caught him square in the head, busted him hard way, and uh, boy, oh boy. I, 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 I think Sammy should have like smartened him up just a little bit. Like he should have like hesitated when he threw it, and then just to let Murder Hardy know it was coming. Like he just chucked that thing at his head. I was like, jeez. Yeah, it was bad, man. Um, he was bleeding like a stuffed pig, as they say. And then the main event was John Moxley versus Darby Allen. 
what did you think of this match? Or oh, you haven't seen it all, have you? Have you seen the clips of it? No, I, I, I saw the part when uh, like Darby tried to like fight back, I guess, and then yeah, he, you know, he ended up losing. And then I saw Warlow came out and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it, I thought it was pretty good. It was enjoyable. I was never at any point bored. It wasn't quite as um, as wild as I was kind of expecting, the way they promoted it and the promos they did. I thought it was going to be a bit crazier, but it was very, very good. Um, I liked the, the ad. They had, like, MJF. They kept cutting to him, whereby he's like, I'd rather, you know, he wants Darby Allen to win because he thinks it'll be an easier fight. That makes sense to me. That's good. Um, but overall, I thought this was a very, very good AEW show. Um, one of the better ones they've done, probably. Um, you know, there's still stuff to be worked on. Um, I like that they started to repair Santana and Ortiz a little bit. They um, they did some stuff with them, which was a bit... Well, I say they started to repair them. The the match, they lost again to the best friends. But they, I think they're building the best friends towards the tag title shot as well. Um, but then they did some segments. I think they smashed up Trent Barretta's mum's minivan or something. What is that picture? Jesus. That wasn't there just now. It made me jump as I turned my head. Um, who is that? Yeah, but that's the man in Chicago. That, that's a that, that's not a real picture. That's like a, somebody like <laughs> added in the picture. I don't know. It's hilarious. But <laughs> These politicians, they don't have any clue what they're doing. I'm afraid to tell you. Nah, she's Especially, a good mayor. Is she? she? A good mayor. Yeah, she's, she's a great mayor. She's one man. of the few, few good mayors. The one in Florida, I look at these figures which you, they send out in Florida each day and I think... Who, 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 is, who is Boris Johnson? Who the hell is that? That's the Prime Minister of the UK. He's I see him equally, get a, I, equally I, useless. I, I, I see all the people that live in the UK always grilling them on Twitter. It's hilarious. Yeah, they hate him. Everybody hates him. But um, overall... A very good week of wrestling, my friend. Um, again, I think AEW and NXT have really been in their groove oh, the last you, couple of months. I, I was going to uh, mention to you about New Japan. Did you hear about the new championship they got? No, no. You, you haven't heard they, about it? They need need another championship. Mm -hmm. Quickly. What have uh, they got? Uh, it's called the King of Pro Wrestling Championship. And uh, okay. it, it's not like an actual title. It's like a, like a, a trophy type thing and it, it resets every year and uh basically what it is the fans i mean basically what it is the wrestler the two wrestlers who are competing for the title they get to choose stipulations and the fans get to decide which stipulation stands for their match and that's it like okada challenge uh uh i think i think it was yujiro takahashi to like a like a handicap falls count anywhere match or some shit like that and like i, I guess yujiro get to choose his stipulation and then the fans get to vote which stipulation they want to see and yeah, that's basically it, it, it's like it's convoluted as hell, bro. I don't think New Japan really needs it, but um, like, like, spice up, yeah, like it's like they, they can do like ladder matches and steel cage, man. You don't see that stuff in New Japan a lot, so I'm, I'm guessing they're trying to you know spice things up. But they, yeah, they, they, they about to um run a stadium show next month. What well, is month? That's what you want, mate. That's what you get those fans back in the stadiums, but like in Japan, I think. Like, I'm like, yeah, get the fans back in the stadiums. In the UK, 
and the US. I'm like, ah, no, no, don't, no, don't no. get those people in the stadiums. <laughs> let's keep let's keep people safe because the politicians are all over the place. Um, yeah, fuck that. I, so it seems like SummerSlam is going to be doing going somewhere, and just not sure it's the best idea. They, they saw, they saw it, like, it, it, like I'm guessing it was like rumors out there that they were going to try to uh, do it in Atlantic City, New Jersey. On that August twenty twenty second weekend, it was so funny because G GCW they had that show or they had that spot already booked that they do in Atlantic City, and I guess that Beyond Wrestling was I guess they got together with Beyond Wrestling and they and Beyond booked a spot for that weekend. So I'm guessing they just like nah WWE it ain't happening, buddy. It ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. Don't think y'all gonna come over here. So yeah, I just can you imagine SummerSlam on a boat? I'd rather. I just think it's dangerous, mate. I really do. Yeah, that's that, that's dangerous as hell. I don't think that's a. It's bad, bad news, brother. Um, okay, to finish this off, tell us what was in your update. I don't even remember, bro. But I know, I know, Vegan Guerrero signed with AEW officially. So that was. There was you know, something good. about Umaga as well. Yeah, it, it was a model. A model shot until this story when Umaga threw a. Cheered this fan's head at a live event on accident. It was hilarious, and then they, uh, the the fan was like happy about it. Like he, when he got hit with the chair, he was like, "Yeah." Mm -hmm. And then they 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 made sure they gave him the merchandise so he wouldn't file a lawsuit. So, yeah, that that was a thing. Uh, what else? What else was in the 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 day from Tuesday? I can't remember. Hmm. So These much stuff in it. See, so much, so much good stuff. That you cannot keep track but uh it is excellent i'll tell you some stuff now because i retweeted it uh xavier woods talked about his achilles injury process vicky guerrero officially signs with AEW. amaga accidentally thrown a chair at a fan jericho suggested the private party oh, change their theme oh yeah that was one uh, zicky dice nwa jr plays as jackie moore and more yeah, Check it out postwrestling.com. There it is. Whoop. And uh, that's that's us, mate, because we've we've whipped through the week's wrestling. It's just a short show this week. Go watch and, uh, NJPW Strong Side. I'm 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 gonna check in with you tomorrow, and I'm gonna make sure you watch it. Go check at least one episode. Not the whole. I ain't expecting you to binge the whole damn thing, but at least one. You gotta see one. Like you gotta see one. It's, it's really good. It's entertaining. It will have it. Is it on a, a New Japan World, yeah? Yeah, it's on New Japan World. Alright, I'll have a look. I'll have a look tonight. I'll I I, 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 th I think they put some of the clips on YouTube, too. Like, I think they put, like, not not whole matches, but, like, the rest, like, I guess, like, 10 yeah, minutes of like, matches. Yeah. yeah. I'll have a look now. I'll have a look now, because I'm going to bed. Because I'm in the, in the pain ski, so I'm going to go and uh, I'll have a little look at New Japan Strong. Follow Andrew Thompson at Thompson. Underscore, underscore, follow me. And go check out that interview with Frey Yeha. Underscore Nation. And check out Andrew's interview with Fred Yeha. YouTube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews. For custom URL. Custom URL for the best interviews in wrestling. The best of the best, as it were. <clears throat> Do you have anything else you'd like to plug, my friend? Go serve the Ace Cast Nation YouTube and go check out the Danny Campbell show. The GOAT. Thousand views, two thousand views a week, two legends on the podcast, and you can watch them on Twitter live. 
Lab. Live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter in HD. Every week. Four shows a week because I'm a busy, busy man. Check it all out. YouTube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. There's podcasts on all sorts of subjects with all sorts of exceptionally talented and interesting guests. Andrew, it's been a pleasure again. I enjoyed this podcast. This is one of my one of my better, one of my favorite ones that we did. I always have a good time, my friends. Could you always cheer me up? I will see you hopefully next Friday. Yes, sir. Next Friday. Podcast Network.